We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Eric DaCosta was ecstatic to report that last month, only one player on his roster will require off-season surgery. But he wouldn't reveal which player it was. Did Lamar Jackson need surgery on his knee? Did somebody need a cleanup like J.K. Dobbins? Who was it? Yeah, actually none of the above, Sarah. And after a few revealing social media posts and a conversation I had over the weekend, we've got our answer. I'm Sarah Ellison with Bobby Trossett. It is Tuesday, February 21st, and this is your Morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault. So many are wondering if new Ravens offensive coordinator Todd Munkin's presence will positively impact the recruitment of standout veteran wide receivers to Baltimore. We'll dig into that just ahead. Plus, don't forget Munkin's introductory press conference is set for later today at 2 p.m. And I'll run through one question outside of Lamar Jackson. We obviously know he'll get a million there. I'll go through one question that he's likely going to be asked about quite a bit also. We have all that more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. Okay, Sarah, so after the 2021 injury season from hell, this soundbite from Eric DaCosta at his end-of-season press conference last month was music to all of our ears. This is crazy, but we only have one player right now that's going to have an off-season surgery, which is a record for us. I'm, I can't talk who the player is, but that's unusual to say the least. I mean, Vinny knows, like, you know, with his experiences at the end of the year, you always have a bunch of guys that are having surgeries and cleanups and various things. We only have one guy. So that's, you know, if you're going to look for a real positive this year moving forward into the offseason program, that's a huge positive. Yeah, that was music to my ears. And two things with that clip. First off, EDC is correct. It is very, very unusual to have just one offseason surgery. Bobby, we know this. Football is a 100% injury rate sport. And it's about time this team got some good news in this arena. According to mangameslost.com, Baltimore was the most impacted by injuries in 2021 based on how many games were missed due to injury, weighted by the quality of the players that were missing. And then in 2022, thankfully, the Ravens went back to the middle of the pack. And to cap that off, with only one offseason surgery, the team is finally trending in the right direction. So that brings us to the second part of this clip that 
obviously we want to dive into. And that's Eric DaCosta leaving us with one big cliffhanger. Everyone wants to know which player needed offseason surgery. And Bobby, we feel like we've solved this mystery. There have been multiple social media posts over the last couple of days that feature rookie safety Kyle Hamilton wearing a sling on his arm. And Bobby, we like to make it clear on this show when we are speculating and when we are not. And I think we're both confident to say that Hamilton indeed had offseason football surgery. And I know that you had a conversation over the weekend that can kind of shed some light on this. Yeah. And Sarah, first and foremost, like out of respect for Kyle's privacy, I won't go too deep on this, kind of like Eric DaCosta chose not to either. But what I can tell you is that he did undergo offseason surgery, but that right arm is no longer in a sling at this current moment. He's back at Notre Dame this semester working on finishing his college degree and set to make a full recovery. So uh, obviously positives all around there. And I think we we certainly both agree that uh, after a rough beginning to his rookie year, he really bounced back and became a major, major contributor to Mike McDonald's defense. Yeah, he absolutely did. And so good for Kyle. I'm glad he got this kind of out of the way because that could mean that maybe he'll be ready for mini camps or training camp. You know, like you said, Kyle did start slow his rookie year as the 14th overall selection, and then he just began to ascend and never stopped improving as a physical presence in the slot. He finished with 62 tackles, four tackles for loss, four pass breakups, two forced fumbles, and two sacks. And Bobby, he saved his best for last in the biggest moment of really the season, I guess more postseason, and that wildcard playoff game against the Cincinnati Bengals when he forced a fumble on who else? Hayden Hurst that led to a go-ahead Ravens field goal. See how much Hayden Hurst can get. Not much hit hard, solidly. Ball's out. Kyle Hamilton with a hit. He may get the recovery too. Two defenders there. Hamilton, the rookie out of Notre Dame with the hit. He had hands on it. The bottom of the pile. Let's see. And the Ravens have recovered. Baltimore ball. And as we know, Hamilton was also named to Pro Football Writers of America's all-rookie team. And if he continues on the same upward trajectory that we just witnessed in year one, year two is going to be scary. And then as for the team as a whole, it will be so nice to not have this long list of guys wondering if they'll be healthy enough to play in week one. Last year at this time, if we all remember, guys like Ronnie Stanley, Marlon Humphrey, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Marcus Peters, Tyus Bowser. Do I need to go on? There's many more. They were all using the offseason to rehab. This time around, it's just Kyle Hamilton that's going to have to rehab. And then everybody else, and hopefully including him, the team can hit the ground running once that week one season begins. Still to come here on The Vault, we're talking Todd Munkin and why he has a chance of turning around Baltimore's recent struggles in recruiting standout veteran wide receivers to the Ravens. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, Bobby, the people are wondering, will new Ravens offensive coordinator Todd Munkin be a catalyst in successfully recruiting not just any receivers, but veteran standout wide receivers to Baltimore again? Well, it's obviously a fair question, given Baltimore's struggles in that category throughout the Lamar Jackson era. But Sarah, having dug into Munkin's NFL track record when it comes to this specific conversation, I do like his odds of flipping the script. Yeah, this was a lengthy search for John Harbaugh, trying to find an offensive coordinator. And it was pretty clear, based on the names that he has sought, that he wanted improvement in the pass game. Greg Roman, a fantastic offensive coordinator, really excels in the run game. And you see the way that the Ravens run the ball. It is fantastic. What they wanted was for someone to improve the pass game, score a little more points, but also get them in position to to sign better receivers. It's really been a struggle over the last couple of years, they hope that improves with Todd Munkin. He leaves the University of Georgia after two straight national titles to help improve the Ravens' pass game, and obviously Lamar Jackson, a big part of that. That's NFL Network's Ian Rappaport. All right, so he has four years of NFL play calling experience under his belt. What about them makes you like his odds? I'd say quite simply, the production and heavy involvement of wide receivers specifically in his offenses. First and foremost... Munkin has had at least one 1,000-yard pass catcher in each of his four seasons as an NFL play caller. Now, that was including two, by the way, in his lone season with Cleveland, which were Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. But dive in a layer deeper. This online narrative I've been seeing about how Munkin tends to only lean on heavy tight end usage just isn't true. Look at the numbers. And as our guy Cole Jackson pointed out on Twitter, in Munkin's one year with the Browns, Tight ends log just 47 total targets on 517 passes. So while he did lean super heavy with his personnel at Georgia, that was simply in his in his best interest and his team's best interest being that his best players were running backs and tight ends. Yeah, and we're not going to sit here and act like tight ends won't be involved in Baltimore's offense moving forward because that's not the case with just the personnel that's here now, as long as Mark Andrews is a Raven, he's going to be a focal point of what Munkin and the Ravens do offensively. Uh, but what you're saying and craving is a well-balanced, versatile attack through that air. We're both craving that. You're dang right on that, Sarah. And that's exactly what I'm saying. But that starts and ends with the personnel Baltimore's front office puts in front of Munkin this offseason. 
And along those lines, Sarah, you and I both know how this front office tends to conduct business during the draft. Their best player available versus need philosophy is one they have absolutely fully embraced over the years. Two notable examples that come to mind from recent memory, J.K. Dobbins in 2020 in the second round, and then Kyle Hamilton in the first last April. Both came out of left field, if you ask me. And at the time, they were far from needs. That said, though, both do look pretty good from where we sit now, right? So that's what's tricky about the the point I'm about to make, but I really do feel strongly about this. And here it goes. The Ravens have to abandon that draft philosophy this year, and here's why. My opinion only. They will likely have a franchise quarterback on the books for a franchise tag of $45.4 million against the cap, or so, 45.4 and change. Barring a trade, that gives them limited flexibility in wide receiver free agency. And with no projected compensatory draft selections this year, they're only slated for five total picks come April, a first, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. No second round capital. And when you look at it, that's limited capital, right? I mean, they've they've had years where they've been in the double digits, partner. So based on this team's limitations at wide receiver moving forward, to me, they just cannot afford to not take a swing at continuing to try to bolster the position group in the first round come April 27th. I recognize their shortcomings from the past, but this is too glaring of a need that's reared its ugly head too often throughout the Lamar era not to address it when you have the chance to in April. So we are set to officially hear from new Ravens offensive coordinator Todd Munkin later this afternoon. That's Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. And Sarah, in addition to getting a million questions about the type of offense he wants to run with Lamar Jackson, you better believe he's going to be asked about his specific coaching staff moving forward in Baltimore. Yeah, he'll get lots of coaching staff questions. And I imagine John Harbaugh will give him plenty of leeway to bring in the coaches he's most comfortable working with, which means the guys currently on staff should probably weigh some of their other options. I mean, one person that did just that is current wide receivers coach T. Martin. According to NFL reporter Aaron Wilson over at the Houston Chronicle, uh, Martin was in Indianapolis on Thursday night interviewing for Uh, the Colts offensive coordinator position. Now, it does sound like new Colts head coach Shane Steichen will most likely sign Jacksonville Jaguars passing game coordinator in Jim Bob Cooter. Uh, So it sounds like he will get that over Martin, but it just is an example of these guys are going to be looking for other opportunities because who knows what Munkin's going to do here in Baltimore. Yeah, that would have been a nice step up for T. Martin, but sure looks like he is not going to end up getting that job in Indianapolis, which... Who knows? Maybe that means he remains in Baltimore if he and Todd Munkin are on the same page on his staff. Yeah, yeah, who knows? And meanwhile, it'll also be interesting to see what's going to happen with Ravens quarterbacks coach Urban. Now, he was also passed over for the Ravens OC job in favor of Munkin. And I don't think we can say that Urban helped Lamar Jackson take this giant step forward since his 2019 campaign. And Jeff's Zrebeck over at The Athletic, he speculated over the weekend that Urban may want to join Kevin Stefanski in Cleveland for the newly vacant QB job over there to work with Deshaun Watson. So we'll see. There are going to be a lot of questions of Munkin, of who his staff will be, how many of the guys are is he going to keep, and how many new guys is he going to bring in. 
And before we fly, some other quick news items beginning with this regarding former Ravens defensive coordinator Rex Ryan. The current ESPN analyst interviewed for the Denver Broncos DC opening over the weekend, and he is believed to be a front runner. So that's something, of course, we'll monitor. Rex could be back in the NFL after a hiatus for TV. But in other news, the Washington Commanders have officially finalized their hiring of former Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. He's going to serve as their new assistant head coach and offensive play caller. So while some have seen this as a lateral move on paper, a source told ESPN's Adam Schefter that the deal features promotions in title, contractual structure, it's multi-year, and there's an annual pay raise involved as well. And finally, Ravens fullback Pat Ricard, who's caught 40 passes, Sarah, over his six NFL seasons. He had a little fun on Twitter recently, quote tweeting, PFF's highest graded wide receivers from the 2022 season. His caption read, quote, damn, better luck next year. Uh, by the way, with just 11 total catches on the year, Sarah, he fell just a tad short on the graphic. Just a tad. Well, thanks for listening to The Morning Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms at patreon.com backslash Ravens Vault podcast. Now, as you know, we have been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation. So with your membership support, you'll help us keep churning out daily Ravens content for hopefully years to come. We'd also love to hear from you with comments, questions, or if you'd ever be interested in advertising with us. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. That is all the time we've got today, but be sure to be on the lookout for our instant reaction to new offensive coordinator Todd Munkin's introductory press conference. Mm-hmm.